Good evening, and welcome to the Elite Dynasty Podcast. I am your host, Eric Von Don, along with my co-host, Chad Patterson. Hello, good sir. As well as Addison Elko. Let's go Yankees. I'll, I'll let you have it. They deserve it. They're playing well. They look like they they could win the whole thing. I'll knock on wood so I didn't just jinx you. That's me being a courteous, courteous fan. Am I wrong? No, I mean, I've gotten into the... Because the uh, World Series tickets went on sale today. And I had to, like, not get too excited. It was hard not to think about, like, the tickets without being like, we still have to get there. Of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they can easily win the next, lose the next two games, and it wouldn't really surprise anybody. But it'll be going mid-recording, so that'll be exciting. Yeah, absolutely. I am, I'm excited to hear about it. I'm not watching the TV, but I'm going to hear. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Just a little humble brag. I did say early on in the beginning of the CSs that the Dodgers would destroy the Cubs. And the Yankees would put up a fight against the Ast- uh, against the Astros, and it's coming to fruition. Nice. So I feel pretty good about that. That's not bad, man. I'm, I'm proud of you. That's pretty cool. Thank you, man. All right, awesome. <laughs> well, we have an exciting episode today. Um, not many, not much news and notes, uh, not many trades, um, but the matchups were pretty cool, and I'm excited to go over them. Mm-hmm. Not to mention we had an awesome Thursday night game for those of you who who watched. It was pretty it was pretty lit. incredible. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Lit is probably the best word. To like describe dumb it. lit. Dumb lit. What was, was like, the other Thursday night? It was like the Rams and the 49ers, 49ers yeah. which is an awesome game. Those are probably the two best games of the season so far. Probably up there. I can't remember, remember every single well, other game. The, but... And the Jake Elliott 63 yard field goal for the Eagles. I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. that's, when I, that's when I was stuck um, in traveling hell. Yes, yes. So it wasn't ideal for me. Um, but yeah, awesome, awesome games. Hopefully Sunday carries on. Um, you both will be at the Pittsburgh Steelers game, which is pretty cool as well. So excited. Here we go, Steelers. Here, Here we, we go. go. Thank you. I thought you guys weren't going to support me there. I, I thought mean, we were, were going to keep going with it, and then I was going to clap you. with you, but there we go. What was the um that one? Like, What's like uh, the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's the one line that I know? Like, <laughs> Paula Malu was docking a guy. Yeah, Paul I think Malu. that was, a, that was <laughs> in the real song. <laughs> um, so, so moving on, uh, let's talk about some news. Not much happened in the injury realm. I mean, plenty happened. Like, Marshawn Lynch got suspended. There was, there was plenty of things going on. Well, one big injury. But high-profile injuries um, really devastated Nick Famulari, who we all love to win the league this year, and it just it's been tough for him so far. Aaron Rodgers goes down. Hate to see it. You hate to see it. Probably quarterback number one, quarterback number two, outside of Alex Smith and Deshaun Watson, just miraculously having incredible seasons. It, it's really hard when you have that good of a quarterback to see him go down. Definitely, but we'll talk about the trade he made later. I think for, depending on what kind of team you are, this hurts like the skill players probably more so than it's going to hurt the team that has Rodgers. You know what I mean? Like I, you would probably Absolutely. Fear, like you probably would be more devastated if you had a Nelson or Devonte or someone like that more than Nick, who could probably like he did trade for somebody or scrummage someone off the free agency that can put up not the twenty eight points that Rodgers putting up, but maybe seventeen, eighteen, and and get by. But I I don't know about you guys. I always teeter between. Sometimes I just hate Aaron Rodgers so much. <laughs> like, I just hate his face. I just hate him. But then other times, like, I love him. Like, I just love watching him play. Mm-hmm. And, like, goddamn, this, like, might be the best quarterback I've ever seen. But it's probably usually against the Cowboys. I fucking hate So you love-hate? It's very love-hate with him. So, like, I, I'm not going to say I, was, I don't like seeing anyone get hurt, but it was a little bit, like, suck at Rodgers when he, when he got hurt. Now, to a me, little bit. To me, this would be more devastating if, say, like, a, a Rob or, like, a Tiz owned Rodgers. And really, like, deflate their team. But, yeah, but it's, Nick's, it's a fair point. Nick's okay with losing Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Granted, it happened against Ad, who's, like, a big division rival. And, you know, from if, if you're Nick, you don't want that. But 
you know, to go out and make the trade that he did, which we'll talk about soon, I mean, he, he did the right thing. And like I said, I don't think it hurt him all that bad. No, no. You, you're right. He's he's deep enough to recover. That's a very fair It's point. definitely a player that puts him into the championship echelon, having Rodgers, but it doesn't necessarily, like like you said, deflate his season by any means. Yeah, yeah. He'll, st- he'll still be a playoff team. That's not in question. It's just a matter of what seed. Right. Yeah, correct. Awesome. But, um... Are you worried about any of the skill players? If you're if you're a Devonta Adams, Jordan Nelson, owner? I mean, yeah, we got to worry about all of them. Yeah, I think you, you kind of have to be. Are you worried? Like, so if you have either of those guys, if you're Greg, are you worried about Nelson being a week to week starter? Or are you going to trust? Because Huntley didn't look bad. No, and Huntley's not bad. He's just not Aaron Rodgers. He's, mm-hmm. he's not. Yeah, and especially so. I, I also give him credit going against the Viking defense is no no real uh, easy task either. They're very very talented. Yeah, I think they have. Saints this week? Yeah, so I'm... I'm well, I mean, the Saints are pretty... They're like a weird yeah. good defense. Yeah. They're, like, I don't, yeah, they're I don't not know. good, but they're kind of good. Yeah. Yeah, they fall in that category. I also think someone like a Jordy could be more like a security blanket for Hundley. Definitely. Well, yeah, he's a transcendent. He's He he will outplay the quarterback. It is a matter of... Exactly. So, I think it could go either way. It could hurt him, or it could he could benefit from it. But I, I think, did, I think oh, it'll hurt sorry. like a Randall Cobb. I feel like yeah, that's, that's the guy who's right. going to get hurt. That, that's yeah. a good yeah. one. That's a good one, yeah. yeah that's fine. I think Jordy will be fine. Yeah, I think Jordy will be okay. Even even might even hurt Devontae Adams. But I still think like Aaron Jones still gets his little checkdowns. Or Montgomery. I'm not sure if Montgomery's playing this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think those checkdowns happen. Because Hundley's mobile. He you, can run around. You think having the younger quarterback should inflate Bennett's? Uh, it ab- absolutely targets? could. Yeah. little safety net running like the five-yard out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not a bad play. Not a bad play at all. But uh, I actually picked up Hundley just because... I didn't know what was going to happen with Jameis. Um, That's not a bad play because this could be like a Matt Flynn thing where he exactly. comes in, does well, that and was my other thought. team will take a shot on him. And if he is really good, then yeah, then you have like your possible starting quarterback for yeah. fantasy. And worst case, I just cut him. It's not like any skin off my back. I got him for free. And yeah. he's a waiver, which I have back now. We'll go over in a little bit. Mm, good for you. Um, so let's jump into trades. Um, so the first big one happened between Itzler and um, Nick Famulari. Where Andrew Itzler had the benefit of having two good quarterbacks. Um, he had Alex Smith and he had Carson Wentz. So taking advantage of Alex Smith's kind of stellar rise to the number one quarterback in the league, possible MVP candidate, he traded him for two second round picks in 2018. Uh, that being both Josh's and Trainer's 2018 picks. So you assume mid-round, let's say 21 and 23 or mm-hmm. something. Is that a safe guess? I think this was just like the most fair trade. It, oh, ever. super fair, absolutely. Like in a in a bubble for dynasty, he's probably not worth two seconds. But Nick had to make a trade for a quarterback, yeah. and it's he didn't. Oh, I don't think he overpaid giving the situation. Like, there's nothing you can overpay really to win a championship. No, that's worth it. Exactly. And he didn't even give up a first. And for if you have two quarterbacks, I mean, it's nice to have two quarterbacks, especially if one gets injured. But he kept the younger. Maybe not this year better fantasy, but going forward is going to be better fantasy-wise. Wentz looks like a stud. Oh, Wentz looks great. Absolutely. Um, I don't know where he falls in the quarterback, but I think besides Watson, Smith is the quarterback two this year. Yep. The Wentz can't be far behind. No, I think um, I think he is. He's a QB one. I just don't know where. Yeah. So, great trade for Itzler, and Nick got the piece that he needed instead of just doing being like a waiver wire you know, streamer. It's just so funny how Alex Smith like transcended his like stigma of... This guy is terrible. That's awful if you have to start him. I was always him. talking about that. That's it's ad pathetic. Yesterday. He's always on the waiver wire. Like you could always count on Alex Smith being your backup. So on I wasn't weeks. sure with this. Was it Alex Smith that started the 49ers season? Like yeah, that they went to the NFC Championship. Yep. But no. But then then Kaepernick. Took then Kaepernick over. took over yep. like mid season and so went to Smith. it. Yeah. Yep. So he was like good. He was just he was, he was never he was never fantasy good. He was just exactly he was just a good quarterback on a yeah. good team. Yeah. 
like low ceiling, high floor. Exactly. But not good for fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm on the same boat as you guys. I think this trade is fair all around. Makes sense for both parties. And I do want to say, and I'll admit this straight up, I was so wrong about Carson Wentz. Yeah. I thought I you wasn't were. that high <laughs> on him. I was with and you. He has. He I, I has liked one. Shown me a lot this year. Because back when we were going over the uh, Alshon Jeffrey signing, we were like, we were kind of down on Alshon as a whole just because we didn't think Wentz would have like a stellar sophomore season and mm-hmm. he's just improved so much more. Yeah. Him, him and Goff. Yeah. The two rookie quarterbacks from last year, like the highly coveted yeah. guys are like performing this year. Yeah. I, I, I did always like Wentz. I didn't think he was going to be this good though. I thought it was going to take a little bit longer, but yeah, he looks incredible. He yeah. really does. I'm trying to think because like usually people complain about the bad QB play, but none of the rookies are really having slumps. And even like, and now the rookie like Deshaun Watson's coming in and performing really well. Like, how many teams have like a really bad like young quarterbacks? They're Deshaun all, Kaiser is bad. Yeah, Browns, but like yeah. most are pretty playing pretty well. That are given their opportunities, like from last class and this class, seems like it. Besides the Browns, yeah. Besides Cleveland, it's pretty much uh, pretty much spot on. I can't think of anyone else off the top of my head now either. Like it's a good new movement coming in of of quarterbacks. Yeah, Trubisky hasn't looked like the best so far. But the Bears aren't the best team. That's not. No, I would give that time. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I give him a little bit. Uh, of... I know. I'm just. I'm yeah. Just, you know, trying to get the other ones. Argument. Yeah. But and then the next year, this year's quarterback class is supposed to be even. Yeah, well, not even there's better, a couple of couple of studs. I mean, they haven't even all performed extremely well, but mm-hmm. they're they all have the intangibles to be great. Eric um, Dungy, bro. Q's QB. Oh, I thought is I thought it, you were like making a reference to Tony Dungy. I was gonna say is that Tony Dungy's son? Is that is no. it related? Not really. That was like Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. All right. What are you gonna do? Um, so yeah, a uh, great QB class. A lot of uh, the new, like you said, the youth movement, and that's why I've been making fun of you for Ben. Is but seriously, Ben is on his way out. Eli's on his way out. Rivers is on his way out. Breeze is on his way out. Brady, all the guys that we've cherished and and took advantage of for the past decade or more. It's so weird. It's really weird. It really is weird. It's the the step sign that we're getting older, but. On a less depressing note, I made a trade with Itzler um, that it's it's honestly really cool that me and Andrew Itzler have a we have the power to improve or reduce UHC stock price simply through trading. It's actually for our past three trades there has been a direct correlation. The day after we trade, the stock price goes up. Hmm. If we are in negotiations and it falls through, the stock price drops. And I kid you not, this has happened in three straight talks. With That's denials and acceptances. And we actually talk about this daily. It's actually incredible. So you need to let me know when you're in negotiations so I can buy low and then... Confirmed, yes. Hopefully you seal the deal and make some money. Absolutely. Nice. Um, direct correlation. It's currently at like 204. I know. I had a big jump the other day. It's because we had this trade. Um, now, is that because it's just like a random thing? Or is it because the morale of you and Itzler help... Just working help, better. Yeah, I, I working think it's better, the I think it's the morale and excitement that the trades generate um, through well, us. It's the we energize the company. And then you're doing no work when you're in negotiations, so the stock price goes down. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Got to exactly. keep your employees happy. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And that's what we do through trading. Well, really now that you're congrats on your promotion, by the way. Oh, thank now, you very now much. That you're, you have people as much as four people beneath you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually have eight. I have eight in the movie. No, I don't. Office space. Come on. I don't remember the quote. Yeah. Sad. But sorry, anyway, man. you should encourage and uh, and uh, promote trading within your organization. Circle. Yeah, that's not a bad move. It'll bring the morale. That's not up. a bad move. We yeah. start trading you can, employees. You can bribe people for promotions in order for firsts. Like I'll trade. Yeah. Oh, that's that's mortal lock gonna happen. Um, <laughs> trading like admins for like future sales reps. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we got yeah, some, yeah. we got some good it ideas. It seems legit. Here. 
Yeah, it's definitely illegal. Um, but yeah, me and Itzler made a trade um, in order to really bump the stock price up. Um, and it was a simple trade. We had a previous deal where I gave him three firsts, but there was a clause to get to choose him at the end of the season. Three seconds. Um, three seconds, correct. I ended up just reaching out to him. I was like, hey, I really want my waiver back. I'll give you the extra second. We'll just call it a day. And we ended up doing that. So I finally have my waiver back um, since the, for the first time since 2015. Um, so it's been a long time. Um, and I'm actually, I have my first waiver claim in. I'm pretty excited to use it. I already put it in. I don't know if I'm going to keep it, but there's a waiver claim sitting out there right now. All right, now, before you defend yourself, can Ed and I talk about how we feel about this? Trip? No, ab- absolutely. You guys go first. Um, and then I, just to let you all know, I, I had a speech planned. I deleted it. And I'm going to just simply talk from the heart. Once Ad and Chad destroy me, so please continue. Go. I go first. Yeah. So you traded essentially, uh, not essentially. You did. You traded a second round pick for uh, a waiver fourteen. Waiver thirteen, but yes. Waiver thirteen. It was yes. fourteen because he had. To it was use fourteen, it. and then Rob used it because that was part of the deal that you, he had to use it Correct. the second time. Exactly. So you traded a second for the fourteenth waiver. Correct. So say that second is like pick twenty eight. Okay. So you traded like a Juju Smith-Schuster. Correct. For 14th, 13th waiver. But, so a- absolutely. So in that regard, yes. So then I don't understand, I don't understand how you can defend this as being a good trade. In aggregate, you traded four seconds for a first and a waiver? And 14th waiver? Correct. But it's so, so hear me out on this part. So before I go into my emotional heartfelt talk, correct, it is, in, in short sight, it is for waiver 14. But it's not just waiver 14. Let's say I use waiver 14 and then I use it again the next week. It's the fact that I have a waiver throughout the rest of the season. Itzler's trade, he still had two more waiver uses, which he would have kept throughout the entire year. Mm-hmm. So let's say I do want some extra players, especially with Kojak making the move and winning a game. Every point will actually matter here. So it's not like a matter of winning or losing. It legitimately comes down to every single point that I can accrue will make a difference between me coming in 13th and me coming in 14th. I said that in the chat. That I think that's why you did it. That's that's absolutely why I made that trade. It's just I needed to right now. Like, it's coming into reality. I cannot escape it anymore. I made my own bed. And it's a true reality that I will come in last. Unless I make some kind of move. You've done a good job avoiding this so far. I, I have. I've some, I've, I'm literally like a maggot. I just keep... Or a roach. I just keep coming back. I yeah, survive never like... die. Nuclear. Me, nuclear radiation. <laughs> yeah. Meteors. I just keep coming back. Yeah. Um... But that's what I did. I made this trade simply to attempt a final attempt to avoid last. In which case, think about it this way. I wanted to pick up someone like Ricardo Lewis, who had not great upside, but a guy who's a fill-in could score me like seven to eight points. Mm-hmm. If you look at my roster composition, I don't really have that. I have a couple of guys who will do decent, and then I have a guy that usually puts up zero or one point on the back of my bench. That could be the difference between me beating Kojak in Week 9 and me losing to Kojak in Week 9. So that's my thought process there. Now, you come in last, Chad, mm-hmm. given this, this speech and why he did it. Would you have traded a late second to not come in last? No. So you would have taken the second. That's yeah. fair. Right, what, mean, what, uh, what if the punishment uh, was I'm on the same page as you, where you, you don't like when people trade just to simply not come in last. I don't either. I think yeah, it's, I know. I, I think you should build for the future no matter what. It, well, it depends on the punishment. Like, if it was the comedy, I'd, I don't know. So it's, it's funny. You make a good point. It's it, funny it because if it was comedy, I would have, I wouldn't have probably done the yeah, trade. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like I would have been true. like super excited for that. Yeah, because that would like terrify me. So I, don't, I do agree. I don't like making trades for last. But I guess a second isn't like too much. That's exactly it. That was my. That's way too much. I guess it is too much. 
It's it's fine. It also it also depends if I hit on the waiver. So let's say I get someone that's decent and plays out. So let's let's say I get like a Cameron Meredith with this pick. Mm-hmm. Then it's worth it. Oh yeah. If I get nothing, then obviously I lose the deal. But it's my last attempt at avoiding it. I mean, to your credit, you are great at the waiver, at the waiver wire. I I have had success. You have picked up a I lot of studs success. in the past. Could it happen again with however many people in front of you on waivers? Yeah, but we've already uh, it seen that. More good, risky. Good players have fallen to like McKinnon fell to ten. And exactly. It's just I'm some people people weren't even weren't even used because you just assume someone else is going to use it. Exactly. And you don't put it. And it's usually like like you said. It's usually the top six don't use it unless it's like a, a mega stud. Outside of that, so people usually fall. I know. I use mine on uh, Roger Lewis and end up being not good, but I'm already back at seven. Exactly. That's exactly. It's quick. So that's, it's very quick to get my back to like the top half. Yeah, and it's hard that's to it. get to the elite part, but I know I wasn't going to break that. But being in the bottom seven isn't a bad thing because I can get like a random wide receiver three or wide receiver four. That's why I thought like team. I'm like, well, he's going to be the wide receiver on the Giants. It's worth the risk. It's absolutely, because I'm kind of thin there. So I get your point. Just maybe not a second. You couldn't get like a third for it. I uh, I just wanted to get the deal done. That was it. And now Kojak, like we said before recording this, has eight seconds. Itzler. Itzler. Itzler has eight seconds. Yeah. It's wild. It is. I think I was saying I don't know the exact math, but. Ridge, Kojak, Tiz, and Itzler control like the first two rounds. Crazy, right? Because those first they three must I mentioned, have at least eighty percent. It has to be because the first three I mentioned own pretty much the entire first round, and then Kojak. I mean, Itzler owns like over fifty percent of the second round. That's crazy. Yeah, it's actually amazing. It's, I mean, it won't. There's a zero percent chance it ends up like that by the time we're yeah, all said uh, and done. Of course, he'll move. He'll move up. He'll do his thing. He he's 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 getting to be a savvy player. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he's three and three right now. It's better than I thought he would be. So yeah, he's done great. Um, he really has. Is it all for the trades? Um, yeah, that's that's absolutely all for the trades. You and Rob swap fifths, but we. Yeah, me and Rob swapped two fifths in 2018. Oh, um, yeah, Rob got dominating that. Yeah, traded Ad and Chad's <laughs> fifth for um, Rogers and Fab's 2018 fifth. Yeah, I don't know what he was well, thinking. Talk about trade raid. We just, yeah. we just wanted to trade. I yeah. know. This might be rights of removal for the league. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we should take a league yeah. vote on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Shield will probably be in next, or Jimmy, or whoever's online. <laughs> that was a good run for Rob. Yeah, Rob, you did well, man. Um, we all liked you as a friend. Um, yeah, so that's going to do it for the, the trade news and notes portion. Um so week six recap yeah let's get up into it a little late because we're already in the fry we're already technically into week seven but might as well talk about some of the highlights from week six so first off we already touched upon it me versus nick pretty much came down the rogers scoring one point but for me the biggest thing here is adrian peterson looked great is, is back yeah do you think this could be a sustainable role i mean they Everyone was saying he's not going to do well because that offensive line's terrible. It doesn't matter who you had back there. But he looked explosive, quick, had some breakaway speed. He looked he looked like old AP, just in a different jersey. He did. He did. Absolutely did. That's huge. That uh, trade came at a perfect time because I wasn't starting him. If, obviously, he's on the Saints, and I'd probably lose that matchup if that trade doesn't happen this week. It's, it's a pick-me-up you need with guys like Julio and McCoy not, get, not finding the end zone through six weeks, which is absurd. It is absurd. He he's the he's the guy that'll that'll put you over the top. What was the uh, the tweet? It was like two hundred ninety six players have double like more than two targets in the red zone, and Julio's not one of them. That's it, outrageous. I did some, not it hear was that. like something like really dumb like that. Have like multiple targets in the red zone, and he's not one of them. That's crazy. Yeah, but, I mean, a tough loss for Nick here. You got to think Rodgers is going to get him probably twenty five. 
Yeah, it, it'd be cl- like it would be close. It would be close. I'm not. It, he probably wins with Rogers, but luckily uh, Murray had a good Monday night game, or else it was going to be one of those like I just got extremely. Lu- I still got extremely lucky. I probably still lose, but it probably would have been close because the other guys on his team didn't really. I mean, C.J. Anderson dropping a two, Terrell Pryor. Yeah, Hopkins a three. only got an eight. Yeah. Um, luckily, McManus can't kick. <laughs> so. Yeah, unfortunate. It was a, not not a pretty win for me, but that's kind of been the theme for me all season. Is just getting ugly wins while I can. Um, next matchup with with Chad. Oh, you two. This one was. Uh, this one was not good. Really bad. It wasn't good. Um, you know, similar to Fam, when your starting quarterback comes out, it's not ideal. Yeah, the seventy six looks bad, but it, it was a little fluky. Yeah, it would have it would have been like a ninety eight, and yeah. it would have been right on par with the rest of the stuff I've done this season. Um, but yeah, still not ideal. When the guy you want your wide receiver one to be drops a one, um, your your QB one drops a two point nine, and your RB one and two drop a point seven and point five respectfully, <laughs> you're you're not gonna win the game. No, it's just not gonna happen. Not above a point seven for either. Of and Chad, you gotta be Chris Thompson's gotta be your favorite player, right? I mean, without him, where would Kirk Cousins be doing this season? Kirk Cousins is sneaky great, and he's not using his weapons. That's what I'm saying. So it's, weird, it's Thompson. Well, that, that's honestly what Stafford used. Think of last year, how many checkdowns to Theo Riddick there were last year. Yeah. There was an excessive amount. He's doing similar things. Are you are you still worried about Bryant? He denied the, the trade rumors or trade request rumors. But he's just not being involved. It's, it's A, he's B, and not, Juju. Yeah, I mean, I think one of these days he's going to get back on track. It might be this week. We'll see. Just because we're there? Because we're there. I mean, last time we were there, he, he went exploded. Off. Yeah. Actually, not last time he was suspended, but the year before that. Yeah, I know what you meant. Um, Once again, you leave your good defense on the. Is this three weeks in a row you've done that, or two weeks? Two. Well, that's that's what that what we were talking about earlier in the year. That's the the price you pay for streaming defenses. It's tough. I mean, it's smart. It, well, I'm but... not streaming anymore. I only have oh, Houston, you stopped streaming. Uh, Houston and okay. Jacksonville. I'm sticking with them. Okay. Um. But I mean, yeah, guys like Brait coming up huge. He's a TE one this year. God, I wish he would have pulled the trigger on Hyde. I really did have, like, high hopes from this year. And I wasn't trying to, like... I was kind of, like... I was trying to convince you that you were rebuilding. He wasn't in your future plans, which could be true. But, I mean, he's been huge for... I mean, it was a weird 23-point game. Didn't get a lot of carries, but got the two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He still saw a significant drop in his workload. So it's a little concerning, but... I mean, he out-touched Breda by a lot. Did, I thought he had, like, no, a couple he, carries. he destroyed him in touches. Oh, 13 attempts. Um... Oh, he went 13 for 28. That's like... It's not that, good. That's a bad game. He got, he got in the, the two, end zone yeah, every the end time zone. that they... But there's, you know, there's rumors that they're showcasing him so that it can be traded. Hmm. I feel like they've been saying that for years. I know. I, I hate the 49ers. They've literally been saying <laughs> they, that since they drafted I don't understand him. why they hate Carlos Hyde. <laughs> and uh, congratulations on being number one in the power rankings this week. Thank you. Thank you. Gotcha. Oh, it's from, third, there. Thank from you. second to last to first. Absolutely. It's, gonna be, it's a big um, run. And me and you maintaining our uh, number one and two in the league. Pound it. But um, um, in, fi- in final, more important news. I was just going to bring this up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the highlight of our matchup is not the fact that Chad doubled me in points. It's the fact that <laughs> Megaquan had possibly the catch of the year. Unbelievable catch. It was actually incredible. And it was amazing. He he looked decent. He was running routes. Mm-hmm. He was actually beating people. That one route was really good. He, he burned him. Yeah. He burnt that corner. I don't know who that was, but he actually burnt him. And Maybe I'm, it's clicking. I think so, and with Diggs out, with Diggs out, he's getting his opportunity. Maybe he puts another eight-point game up, and that's kind of awesome that. for me. I love I everything. Love, about I might that. order his jersey after this pod. We should Just all three, Just all rock. three is rocking Treadwell jerseys. Mm. I'm so it's down. not a bad move. We sit there on Sunday, we rock our Treadwell. I can't jerseys. wait till we do Secret Santa, and like half the league has a Treadwell. Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
all we need all seven of us to just get just, Treadwell just customized jersey. Mega Quan jerseys. Yeah, that's actually fantastic. I need that. Um, this is just next, probably the best matchup. Not what you would think, but I'll do it now. Kojak first win of the year, the UHC rivalry, and unfortunately, it's someone has to lose. It's not often someone goes defeated in our league. I don't think it's ever happened. No, it hasn't. So, and we've always said the floor is getting a little higher. So, the Kojak pulls the first one over Isler. You look an you ugly look distraught. Win. You look distraught over here. Of course I'm distraught. Absolutely. Huge. It's, week it was not what is it, week 9 or 10? Week 9 or 10. Week, I, yeah, I tried. That's, I, uh, best game of the week that week. Yeah, it is. Team honest, of the season. I honestly tried to kick Isler out of the league for losing this game. <laughs> and I realized that was not morally okay. But it was a thought that crossed my mind. Yeah, just a lot of single-digit performances from, from Itzler. But he, he won with Ellington getting a zero. Just Decker finally had a good game. Deshaun Watson's the best quarterback in the league for fantasy. And Giants defense, 22. That's the difference. Is fucking... We, everyone picks Broncos and Survivor, and then Giants defense just goes off. And what are you... I'm, ta- I'm taunting Chad. Um, he was just kind of speaking about Cameron Brait, and then I showed him that Austin Severin Jenkins was in front of him. In yeah, but you also said Rangers. Cameron Brait was like buns all offseason while me and Chad shouted his praise. Yeah, that's fine. So I just want to show them that Ashton is elite. But continue. <laughs> um, yeah, New York Giants defense was the big difference here. Which is kind of a suspect start against Denver. <laughs> it's good for good for Kojak. <laughs> and then, you know, Kojak left Marvin Jones, 18 points on his bench. Marquise Lee, 13 points. Tariq Cohen... 11 points, even though he didn't do much besides that passing touchdown. But there was definitely a spot where could he have started Marvin Jones over Elijah McGuire or Gallman? Probably. Maybe could have been the move. But I did I did mention to him, and he will bring this up, that I told him to start Cohen this week. Was that over what? Either McGuire or Cro- uh, Crosby? Gallman? I told him told him over Gallman. Um, so that would have been a six-point difference? He still would have lost. Yeah. So... It would have just been more devastating. If it did yeah. cost him the it loss, yeah, been that would have been terrible. Good for Kojak. Good for Kojak. His and now sweat level has gone down a little bit. God, I can't wait for that matchup for you two. I hope not. I just want you two not to win at all, and then hopefully the point total's close. And then yeah, it's it, honestly this this was devastating for me with Jameis going out because now it, our point totals would have been tied. Now he's up by like twenty something. Yeah, you're not in last place. Uh, the next. Who did you beat? Actually, I'm skipping this one. Kojak. Kojak week, week one. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. And that was the week that I put up 128 points. My team looked good. Because Sammy actually played well. Like, he was a functional player in the NFL. Um, next matchup, closer than I thought it would be, was uh, Rodgers versus Rob. And Rob had a chance to win this. Hilton did nothing on Monday night. He's just such a weird player this year. Hilton's like either like a wide receiver one or like unstartable, which is just, it's just strange. I feel like it's the at the, the mercy of the quarterback, though. I, Jaco- I'm not saying Jacoby Brissett's bad. He just he spreads the ball around. Like, Moncrief was getting touchdowns this week. Yeah. Or last week. I read somewhere that his splits on the road and at home are like crazy i can't remember if he's better on the road or at home i feel like he was on the road that's interesting look at these first four like simeon 21 cooks 13 sanders 10 ingram 31 coleman 11 and Ertz 14 and he loses yeah the second most it's it's so weird how often this has been happening yeah, even in my other leagues second most point total and he loses it's very very unfortunate for rob who i think we kind of ruled him out for a playoff contender but could have kept him in it for sure three and three would have had him right in the tied for a playoff spot and but Rodgers, without DJ, putting up 153 and has been on fire lately. I'm I'm scared of Rodgers. I think everyone should be getting more and more scared of Rodgers. Because Fuller's starting to look good too. I I bashed him mercilessly. I hate him as a player, and he looks elite. And McCaffrey's been like an inefficient runner, but great for fantasy. He just catches yeah. so many balls. Yeah, exactly. And Rodgers has might have DJ coming back. There's like rumors. That yeah, there's rumors coming back again. Yep. Yeah. 
that would hurt me for the playoffs for sure. Yeah, for absolutely. So I didn't think about that. I'm hoping they may. Well, it depends how Cardinals are doing. If they're out of it, there's no reason for them to bring DJ back. Oh, absolutely correct. Yeah. So that's a team thing more than like. I mean, that's optimistic. Unless yeah. Bruce Arians is like trying to win his fantasy league. Yeah, I didn't even think about the <laughs> Peterson aspect of it. And then the freaking McKinnon. We just saw the pot about it. The 10th waiver wire has been, he's put up 20 plus points back to back weeks. Exactly. Like, where the hell was that when I had him? When uh, when uh, eight, when Peterson was out? Like, what what changed? Did they like bulk up their offensive line? I mean, um, I don't know, man. I'm not actually asking. I would make a bold call and say that McKinnon's not that good. He's just a free guy. I feel like he's had two just great weeks. I don't, I don't think he'll do it again. We'll see. But He looked great. He really did. I'll probably eat my words, but... And then underrated part of this is his IDP's given him 7.5 and, and 13 to Rob's 2 and 6. I mean, when you're playing, like, close matchups like this, like, high, two decent teams, it, mm-hmm. it's that's a huge difference. And I think it is a difference in this. This is only 9-point difference. That, yeah, it's a I tough mean, loss, You can point to anywhere, but, yeah, it sucks for Rob. Um, next one... Actually, I'll skip this one, too. We'll save the, the best two for last. Riggio over Tiz. This was... I think I wrote this in my review... If Derrick Henry doesn't break that 78-yard touchdown, where he stepped out clearly, mm-hmm. Tiz puts up, like, probably 90-something. You know, Ridge smokes him. He still smoked him, but it wouldn't even been as close as it is now. Tiz on the downtrend. We had him ranked 12th in our power ranking. But, uh... Well, Tiz Ridge... has his own first, right? No, Ridge has it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think... I forgot who's Or first. Wire. I think Wire has it. Um... But yeah, Ridge, Fournette is just so good, and Thompson continues just to produce when I don't think he's going to. Ingram's look great, too. Evan. Yeah. I'm, I'm still so upset. How many? I, we sat on this couch, and I think like three or four times, like I reached out to Ridge for Chris Thompson. I offered only a fourth, mm-hmm. and I thought that would do it, and he just kept saying no, no. This is the offseason? Yeah, this is the off before the season started. And good, good for him. Should opt it. It was not ideal. Yeah, I uh, I got scared. but and throwing Josh McCowan in there, too. That was a savvy start. worked out, yeah. And you got to wonder, like, how... I mean, Ridge is 3-3 three and three now. If you had Corey Davis healthy, because the first game he played, he dropped 10 points. It was like 9-something yeah. point points. And they've just been... I mean, I don't know what the hell and is wrong Doc, with him. Doc's just, getting involved. It's a hamstring, and that's it. It's just... But you got to think next year, if those Doxon and Corey Davis are coming back healthy and all the picks he has, he's, he's going to be good next year. He's going to be good He's going to be really good. He's going to be really good and really young. Yeah. It's unfortunate. But the next matchup, uh, super close... Muller versus Wire decided. We had two matchups decided by less than one point, which is pretty crazy. Um, and Muller just edges out Wire. What it just Wire has to just be so pissed. Came down to Monday night. Just Pagano, just not wanting to use uh, Marlon Mack. Jim Brown was getting all of the looks, or like pretty much the whole game. Then just broke his arm. You hate to yeah, see, you hate that to was see disgusting. But probably had, still a Hall of Famer. Though. Yeah, he had a good career. He had a great career. I mean, he's, he's literally his comp was Jim Brown, so it's pretty decent. Well, he is Jim Brown. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is the tough. This one, right down to the wire. It was crazy. I was nervous watching this game. I know for both parties. There's been a lot of Monday night like where I needed Thompson to do nothing, and there was other things right in that game too. Besides like me versus Rich last year. Like I like when the Monday night games have a lot of meaning, especially for matchups this close. But if you're wire, you hate the waste of 34 Melvin Gorn performance. Yep. And, uh, you know, Muller, I mean, we kind of, I think we all, I picked Greg to win this, but 118, oh my god, I just picked to update my phone. It's verifying the update. That's devastating. I fucking just did that. God damn it. You know, <laughs> I you hate to see <laughs> it. I your phone, Eric. Of course. Wait, who, okay. 
I don't even know if I was in the right matchup. I was starting to stretch. You this, were. Yeah, this um this oh, I, I should have I meant to pick later and I did now. This is mm, awful. Bad timing. Horrible timing. Yeah, that's not gonna turn on until the episode's over. God damn it. Alright. Well it's still hot though. Thank you. Yeah, you look and great. then the matchup of the week literally was just decided yesterday. Crazy. Thursday night. Pandemonium. Josh versus Nick. I mean Josh versus Dooch. One twenty five spot one two to one twenty four oh eight. It seems I guess that's better, bigger than the, than the wire Muller, but it came down to a, first it was a sack by Woodyard, so Josh won. Then, pretty much immediately after, it got rescinded. Mm-hmm. Josh in suicide mode. Wait, this was a Monday night game, right? Thursday morning gets yesterday cha- morning gets yeah. changed back yep. to the safety, and Josh wins. Just unbelievable. I've never seen it that late. Where it actually meant a win and a loss. It ha- that happened to me last year against Rob. It changed twice. So where, like this one. It yeah, ex- it's exactly the same thing. Rob Rob won. Then I changed to I won on Wednesday, and then Rob won on Thursday. You got to feel for Dooch. Unbelievable. How about P Ryan dropping thirteen? Good for him. Yeah, because he scored the TD. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then um, I don't know. There's a lot of like single digits. Just. I, it, it seems like more people should have went off like 125. It's pretty much like an average, like above average score, and I'm not a lot of standouts from either guy. But the huge thing was that circus touchdown between AB and Big Ben. Yeah. Between yep. I don't know how that that should have been picked every single time. Not only was it wasn't picked, resulted in a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Just just crazy that because this matchup was well over. So Josh deserved to, to win this when it was all said and done. But I can't. This is gonna take all night. Yeah. No, you're not getting that back on to this this episode. <laughs> just, I can't believe I did that. Mid fucking five. Yeah, Josh played uh, Gin on a boom week as well. Yeah, that sucks. Sixteen. Yes, yes. So crazy, crazy matchup. Yeah, that's dramatics. We want love them all. it. That's what fantasy's about. That's why I like the because usually stat corrections are only the IDPs. So that I like having the IDPs because just extra things to research yeah. or whatever. But they result in this. There's no usually no major stat corrections with any other, and they happen immediately. Yeah, because tackles and half tackles. Exactly, right? and that's what makes. More of these stack, the, the stack correction gods fun. It's all the IDPs. If we added more, it'd be even more chaotic. That's why we need to do full defense. Mm, no. no. All right. I don't even like IDPs. I think it's dumb. Um, so Chad's been removed from the league. Um, if you know <laughs> anyone else. It's so, lo- it's so lucky and fluky. It's not. It is. You got to get your linebackers that make plays. Um, so Eric, we can like kind of pass the phone back and forth for the matchups of the week. But your phone, so it won't be me first, the most non-matchup of the week is so the Thursday games already happen, so some up, uh, projections are already updated. I don't think it affects the kind of the two matchups we might be picking that much, but it's certainly this matchup is 91% over with one player going in the Thursday night game. I mean, and it's Nick versus Harry. That's about the talent that I have on my team. That's Which pretty is, fair. That assessment. is crazy. It's like, but, yeah, who knows? But freaking Alex Smith, he makes a trade day one, 30 points. It's just like, good. I mean, good for Nick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, good for Nick. It's what he needed to do. But I don't need as much to preview here. Usually we say, is there any hope? There's no hope for you here. No, no, there's absolutely no hope. But there, what is big here is how many points can you put up. So is there any... You still have Kenyon Drake in. Good, you're very stubborn with that. But Yeah, it, he will have a good week at some point. Put got, in Charles Sims over him. Yeah, but, there's got to be better players, man. There's uh, there's unfortunately not. It's uh, just subjective whether you like Sims or not. Are you going to start Winston or are you going to ride with Hundley? Um... So I'm, I don't know. It's going to be a game time decision. Um, Cutter, Cutter came out and said Winston's starting. Oh well, yeah. But I don't know how much I trust that. 
he wasn't throwing it until like today. No, I know. Well, they they um they did that on purpose. They literally just gave him complete rest. They they chose not to throw him on Wednesday. They said he gave it a shot on Thursday. Um, I'm it, it's going to be a game time decision on Sunday. Now, if he's rolled like out, are you going to start Hunley or would you pick up Keenan Cutler Bortles? On I, would, the I would start Hunley. Okay. Bills have a really really good pass defense too. Exactly. That's why that's why I'm I'm not and he's declaring. At, and he's in Buffalo. Yep. You probably should just start Hunley anyway. Yeah, it's Honestly. it's fifty fifty right now. Versus Saints, who like like we said, like I'm seeing articles they have a really good defense, but they're still but letting they kinda, up like, yeah. a lot of. Uh, it's a weird. It's very weird. But yeah, Hunley down. Hunley will get some running. He'll uh, he'll do some things. Um, so yeah, no, not to talk about there. That should be a pretty easy. So hopefully, you put up some points. That's really what you're just aiming exactly. for. Exactly. I want to put up hundred points. That's it. Um, next matchup, I guess we're not gonna get into this one. Right? No. Um. Let's get into uh, Greg and. Uh... Oh, you want to start doing just the matchups of the week? Is that a matchup of the week? It would have been Greg one, yeah. Answer? Yeah, projection wise, it was pretty close. Oh, okay, never mind. So let's run through. We'll 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 pick this one. So we'll do, um, Josh first, Rob. It's like a twenty point difference. I don't know if you want to show the matchups. I yeah, mean, it is. It is a. It is only like a twenty point difference. Rob has a team that can put up some points as our neighbors yell up the stairs. 151 seems really high for Josh. No? That's a, pretty, it, it, that's a lofty projection. It does seem Well, Yahoo's high. been all about that this year. Some of the projections have been so ridiculous. I mean, Zeke's projected 20. Good for him. That's like QB numbers. That's better than QB numbers. Yeah, that's, that's putting up more points than Jameis and Hundley for me. Um, no big buys here that I see. So it just seems like... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't think Ingram's going to put up 30 again. With Kamara, just seems to be getting more. I mean, he got... Wait, Ingram work. is projected 30. No, no, no. He got 30 oh, last okay. week or something like that. But Cooks is still doing well. I think this will be closer than 20. I can't, I agree with you. I think 151 is high. No offense to Josh. I just That's high for anybody. It is. I think it'll be like a 128-131 matchup. That's what I'm thinking. Do you want to make this one of the, the matchups we pick? Kind of. Because I'm trying to... Who's... First Dallas, that's good for Garcon... Gore, I don't know. I think I would still pick Josh. Yeah, no, I agree. I think Josh wins, but I think it's within like five points. I'm gonna take Josh as well. Yeah, that's where it's gonna go with Josh. It's gonna be not the best matchup to pick. Um, going quickly to the other matchups that we're not picking. Let's just do. I guess me versus Tiz. I'm projected. I seriously, my projections go up two points every day. I don't know what's going on or why. But I went from, like, 148 to now 156. He did have Cook give him 13 points, so he's off to the right start. Yeah. And still only get 16%? What was he before? It was low. It was, like, almost on par with Nick versus uh, Eric. Um, I mean, I hope I win this matchup. Oh, no. Trainer starting Kaiser. He can't find that starting well, that'll, quarterback. That'll you, yeah. Um, but Diggs is out now. That, hurt, that helps me. He's already got his injuries. Last two weeks, Tiz has been pretty bad. Just because of the injuries, no fault of his own, but I I hope I win here. I got pretty much my full squad back with Bryant, McCoy back, Howard's getting big volume. Hopefully Julio can find the end zone. Hunter Henry's coming into his own. Peterson, come on. Like, I'm liking my starting lineup. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, these projections are lofty. I haven't put anywhere up near these projections all year, but I just love my how my lineup is shaping up. Yeah. Honestly. Just throwing waiver wire fodder Cole Beasley in there in his flex. It's hmm. interesting. Ridge Ridge will have picks one two three four in 2018 unless it's... he keeps winning. Oh, you mean that he's might his might be like yeah. six. Yeah, he's gonna have you, Kojak, trainer, trainer, 
and and him, he could easily be the fourth worst team. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. He will have picks one through four. He's locked in one two. Yeah, and then locked, the is, locked in one two, and then it, it's not going to be over six. Um, so should we do our first matchup of the week? Yeah, let's yeah, go for it. that. Do you want to do Greg? Yeah, do Greg. All right, so Greg is so this is the the chat robbery. The huge, yeah, the this big, is enormous. The big group me robbery. Just, I don't even know how it started. I think it was just like there's a lot of bets and shit talk, and it just spiraled. I, I don't know. Into this I, thing that's bigger than the league. Well, Greg, if you don't know Greg, because I don't think it's a really new Greg until like well, well, no one until knew this Greg until... until this chat. He's he could be overbearing with his just. He is a big shit talker, and it's not only a shit talk. He like degrades you, yeah. and will like question your intelligence my, on, my like, cousin was literally on, like, like a simple take like Gordon's better than Gurley and he'd be like you fucking stupid like yeah. and it's like go at you you don't deserve to live the yeah, whole night yeah like my, my cousin literally was like the only time I will be near him will be at your wedding that was it <laughs> he was like I'm never going near this kid so throughout the year this has just been a huge rivalry probably a matchup I've been looking forward to for the sheer fact that I want Itzler to win really badly so Thursday night was a big was a big night for this matchup so what we had like four high-profile players already go Thursday night. Tyreek did his thing. He's if you want to say you're wrong about Wentz, I could not have been more wrong about Tyreek Hill. I mean, we, we all were. Except people, for I think it was me, Itzler, and Josh were the only people guys that asking liked me him. about him in redrafts, us going over Itzler's team. I couldn't have hated him anymore. And I named him Crap Beer because I don't want any part of him in certain situations. You know, just different. Hated him. And he looks and elite. Crabtree did you know modest ten points. But then, really, the the thing to take away from this game is, is Cooper back. Are you buy? I mean, you were trying to buy Cooper low. I love Cooper. I'm the wrong person to ask for this. <laughs> Chad, I think you might have been on the Cooper's a little overrated train. I am on the Cooper's overrated train. Is this game? Does this game change your mind at all? It's one game. I kind of. I'm not. I'm in between both of you. I'm in the. Good start. Good start. I'm in the. Um, would love to have him. I'm not going to give the barn up for him. Like, 101 and a piece and something. But he's super young and talented. He, I, I don't know. I don't think he's like a first-round... He might be a first-round starter. He's definitely a first-round starter for me. It's close. Yeah, honestly, back to the Sammy Watkins trade day. If it wasn't Greg that had him, I probably would have gave the four first. If I would have gave those four first to Greg at that time, I would have been removed from the league immediately. And that, like, intensely swayed my trade. By someone, he's not worth that. He's—I don't him. think he's been a wide receiver one since he's been in. Like, cool. He's the youngest tied with Randy Mars to get a yeah. thousand yards. He doesn't find the end zone enough. He does. Fa- you're, right, you're, fi- you're, you're absolutely right about I'm that. I'm fine with him being like he could be an all-time wide receiver, but for fantasy, he hasn't been an elite asset. He's been—he's been good, and he's obviously for dynasty even better. For redraft, yeah. I don't think he's not performing where he's being drafted. No, especially this year, no. So, I get it for a talent standpoint, he's, he's there. But for fantasy, it's he's going to have games like this, clearly. He's super yeah. talented. But he's been outperformed by Crabtree the first two years. That That's telling to me. Yeah. I mean, you can make the excuses that he's getting doubled all you want, but so are other wide receiver ones. Well, not even that, but Crab, Crabtree coming out with similar similar pedigree. Crab, if you remember Crabtree in college, he was unbelievable. He was every highlight reel, won the Blitnikoff Award. He was un, unbelievable coming out. And he just had like a very, very slow start to his career. So if I if if Amari Cooper's on that same trajectory and he's going to be Crabtree in a couple of years when he's already outperforming what Crabtree did in forty uh, San Francisco, I'm uh, I'm I'm all in board on that. If you're drafting in the first round of startups, 
you cannot put up five two two one five. So what's what's the difference you between just, that? You can't do that. So what's the difference between that and so this is an extreme example. So what's the difference between that and an Odell Beckham who's extremely who now has an injury risk, where you're taking him that high, but they might get injured. Ceiling. Versus Amari. That's what I'm saying. But Amari Cooper just put up a thirty point week or forty point Once. week. So I why mean, one out of seven weeks? But what about the other seasons where he's he's done he's had games like this before? No, but I'm saying see you want it every you want it week to week. I mean Beckham's ceiling is way. That's why you draft his, the guy that the, high. The stats aren't even close between those two. Well, that's that's why it's it's that's why I said it's a little extreme because he's 101 versus like 108. But I'm saying it's a similar idea. Like why are you taking this guy in the first that has like an injury risk and has character question marks versus a guy who has like an elite ceiling but will put up some duds. I mean, yeah. If 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 Beckham gets hurt next year, then then I'm gonna start going then on the. It's, it's yeah, scary. He's gonna scare me yeah. for sure, 100. percent but even in like what his rookie year, the ten games he played, he was like a, he was unbelievable. He was, un- yeah, he was a wide receiver. I can't, I can't argue that. I mean, even when he doesn't play, I think he's still a wide. He hasn't played in what two games? He's still a wide receiver. Yeah, he's still up there. Absolutely. So that tells me oh, I I don't care. Um, I mean, you do care, but fuck, you need to put your code in. Actually, no, I think my phone's back. We're back. No, that update didn't take long at all. Congrats, Maybe man. my phone will stop resetting every time. But this will be a matchup we want to pick. Because the projections were pretty close, they're still kind of close now. I mean, it's a little further away, but I know. And then Marshawn Lynch put up one point. Kind of funny. It's, I mean, he got ejected, but <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, uh, I'll probably still pick Greg. Yeah, I'm gonna pick Greg as well. Um, it's hard to come back from 39 points by a flex guy. But but Tyreek Hill did really well. Yeah, that's true. He did. Tyreek Hill did well. Carson Palmer could get destroyed by the Rams. D. We don't know. Um, I'm, I'm still gonna go Greg, but. I, w- I want to say Itzler kind of has a chance, maybe. All right. Um, so we'll skip this last matchup of the week and just go to the... I think the, we, we missed one actual matchup. Is uh, Wire versus Ridge. So there was already some uh, something going on. Ridge started Cordell Patterson. Did he have body issues? Bench, no, bench I, think, I think he just ben- went for CPAT. Okay. Well, questionable. Bold. What is Patterson's season high? I think he had one, like, nine-point game. Uh, the game before he had 14. Okay. So he strictly just went on that, like, one run he had for, four, like, 55 yeah, he recently Yeah, he recently picked him up. Yeah. Um, I mean, Wire's got the better team. He should win this. But Ridge has put up pretty big weeks. Mm-hmm. I mean... Fournette's questionable, Fournette's a, too. And they're yeah. going to keep projecting Thompson to get 10 points. He's going to keep putting up 25 points <laughs> and beating his projections. It's unbelievable. But... He's finally got Russell Wilson back. Ingram keeps out doing his projections. Doxon four seems low. I think Wyatt bounces back this week and Yeah. I would assume so too. But Gordon against Denver's defense is a death sentence unless you're I mean Orleans Stark just carved. Uh, well I'm saying unless you're yeah, that's that's but, it. But then you can counteract that with Pittsburgh's run D has been pretty weak. You could say Mixon has a big game there just to replace the Possibly the Denver point. But Gordon means more to his projections and team than Mixon does. I'm not gonna pick Ridge, but I don't think it'll be I think it might be like a one twenty to like one eleven game. Okay, I can see that. I'm I'm also gonna go wire here. Well, we'll just do one more, and maybe we'll finally disagree here. Also, there's no point in doing the matchups. Um, the two, the two and three seed, the highest profile matchup of the week. This is for the division, both four and two. Our own Chad Patterson going up against the fearful Mike Rogers. And projections are a little wider just because Yahoo just doesn't like you <laughs> at all. But and it. and there was already some some participation at Thursday night game. We had Kareem Hunt going for for Chad, Kansas City's D going for Rogers. Obviously, this helped you out. Well, even though they both underperformed, it was, wow, 
19 points. But Kareem Hunt put us up as 15 and a half. Uh, Kansas City is the only put up one. But essentially, it's a 149 to 133. It'll be closer than that. But Rodgers has been on fire. And you're Hunt's going to give you 15 every week. Who? Hunt. Yeah. I mean, he puts... He, he's just unbelievable. Yeah, I'm not But, I mean, because he underperformed his 19 projection, and I guess because Kansas... They, they underperformed by the same margin of four. Yeah. So, for that reason, Rodgers is still projected to win by 16, which I don't totally get, but... I'm trying to find like, the main discrepancy here in your points. It's like my I guess it's the I, wide receivers. It's really just Thomas. Yeah, Thomas and Larry versus Bryant and Landry. But you think, uh, I guess Jets defense isn't too bad, right? I don't know. Jets defense? Yeah, they have it like the 20th worst matchup for wide receivers. Oh. I mean, every time, every time I score in back to back weeks, every time so. I pick against you, I, I lose. But I, for the sake of just being, because we have two for two of the same thing, and I know you're going to pick yourself, I'm just going to go Rogers, just to put out, possibly pull a game on you. But if you won, I'm not going to be surprised. I mean, we have you ranked number one, your second place overall, most points in the league. And there's no reason why you can't win this game. But I'm going to go with Rogers. Yeah, I'm going to go with myself, obviously. Mm-hmm. Eric, this is tough. Um... So the the one item that I'm really looking at is T.Y. Hilton versus Jacksonville. It's kind of scary to me. Um, Jacksonville's D is very very good, That's so good I just I just don't see T.Y. Hilton putting up a boom week. I have and Jacksonville D going too. I wonder if he starts him over. He's he's, he's current currently listed in there, but like I said, it is it is early. He um, could put the crow. Oh, Fuller. I think he would have put in Fuller or Golden Tate had they not be on buys right now. Yeah, absolutely. So um, he's kind of forced to start him. So this this is super tough. I I do think Rodgers edges you out, Chad, but I think it's very close. I think it's within like three or four points. Now, are you gonna start DeAndre Washington next week? Both twelve points. I'm thinking about it. You look great. If Marshall's yeah. suspended, I'm thinking about he it. He is suspended, right? Isn't that, isn't that confirmed? One game. Is it, if it's confirmed, then if, who do you got week eight? Mike. You, you have a big matchup week eight. I have Rob. Big matchup. Yeah, you might be. You can throw in the flex there. I'd probably put him over White. That's not a bad move. I feel like you've had a lot of buys lately. Have you had like like some buys? I've only had Kirk Cousins. Yeah, you have like a couple of weeks coming because you don't have really have anything I week eight either. There's one week where I'm like crippled. Yeah, you have to be. Um, but so we're, you're going Rodgers? I'm going Rodgers. Yes. All right. So literally, so that's the only really matchup to care about because we we picked we all picked Josh. I'll pick Greg. So did we do the douche matchup? No, we didn't. What was it? Douche versus. Might be my phone. Versus Kojak. Oh no, we didn't. Probably because it's a blowout, right? Yeah, I'm just gonna pick Duch and not look at it. Why is this? <laughs> why is it one one twenty for Kojak? It's because they overhype. Um, what is going on here? Um, what's his face? What Delaney Walker? Delaney Walker twelve points. No, because he he's he's a huge part of their offense. He just gets peppered, Delaney. I mean, he's getting projected as much as I mean. Already, I guess everyone. Already he's questionable though. Yeah, he's questionable after setback. Okay, that's interesting. John O. Smith will be a high upside streamer if Walker sits. Bilal with 12. I mean, 120 seems really high. But, I don't know, Douche has put up some low numbers before. Uh, there's been weeks where Kojak would have been, beat me, beat Mike, be, I mean, yeah. beat a lot of people. Beat Greg when I beat him. And like, Kojak is, I, don't, I think it's only been a few weeks where he's been the worst. So it just comes to getting a lucky matchup, but... I'd be shocked if he wins back to back. I mean, that would be devastating for you, Eric. Dooch can't come off a loss like that last week and then lose to Kojak. That that would be a devastating two weeks. So he's not playing Big Ben. 
He's he's taking away his little connection. I guess he thinks that. And Mariota's going against Cleveland. Mariota against Cleveland thing. versus Steelers against Bengals. But you kind of like to his have that connection. Got him fourteen as well. Projected fourteen? Oh, his kicker got him fourteen. Oh wow, that's a great start for for Dooch. Not my Cairo, but not my Cairo. Wow. So wait. So he outperformed by seven there, six, five. What am I fucking? I can't do math. So this was projected like one thirty something to one twenty. It's actually kind of close. Surprising. But yeah, I mean, Mike should win this. Yeah, on that note, I actually just picked up Jonu Smith. I didn't realize that Delaney was questionable. The Browns are pathetic against tight ends. They don't stop any tight ends. You going to start him? I'm thinking about putting him in my flex spot if, uh, if Delaney's out. Yeah, honestly, though, but look, ASJ's been putting up like 10 points. If Jonu Smith takes Delaney's points and puts up like 8 or 9, that's better than... Who are you going to take out? Which one of your boys? Yeah, that's, that's to tough. I'm, I'm going to have a decision to make. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I may have to take out Sammy. What is he going to do? He's not even doing anything. You Sammy for tight end. That's it's awesome. really pathetic. I know, um, but no. But Sam, I've been I mean I've been anti Sammy for a while, and it's it feels good to be right sometimes. He had one good game. He had one, good and game. like all the other games were he's not startable. The other games he did. So week one he was startable with eight points. He doesn't um, get targets. I don't understand why. Okay, startable for a not a wide receiver one dynasty like no flex. two first correct. But yeah, he's still. Yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about Sam. He's still super young. He wants out of Rams already. He's already expressed frustration. We'll see. We'll see what he does. All right. Great episode, guys. So I, I, I do want to take the stage very quickly. Oh, take if it. That, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I did have a speech prepared. Um, I'm not going to go over it, but I just want to speak for the heart. I want to speak from the heart for just a minute. Um, I just wanted to reach out and, and, and apologize to the league. And I, tr- I truly do apologize from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> Um, I'm not gonna about to quote Attila. I just truly am sorry. Um, I've put put a lot, put my heart and soul into this dynasty league. Love it. Love everything that we've done. But my my horrific trade addiction, um, my desire to just be a GM down at my core, has has not only impacted myself, but has impacted the league directly. And it's made teams that should not be good, very very good. And I truly apologize for that. And I wanted to let you all know that I'm turning over a new leaf and that I'm making a change as of today. Mm-hmm. I want you all to hear this, and I'm going on record, so this is on air, you can quote me, you can do whatever you need. But I, I really took a, took a chance, this is me being vulnerable right now. I took a look at myself and realized I put way too much time and effort into this to not take it completely seriously for myself to win and to be looked at as a pathetic cellar dweller. I put way too much time, have way too much knowledge, put way too much effort for this to be my reputation. So I need to take this from step day one right now and move forward and rebuild and make a stand. I will no longer make pathetic, awful trades. This waiver trade, you may not like it, but I needed to get square one. I needed to be on an equal level playing field with everyone. Without a waiver, I am on no equal playing field. It's very difficult. I have to wake up at 3 a.m. to even have a chance of getting anybody. So I just wanted to let you know I'm all very sorry. I apologize, and from this day on, I'm moving forward as a better dynasty owner, and I'm making a vow that I will make the playoffs by 2021. All right. Thank you all for listening. Empowering. I kind of want to make a bet with Chad that you will cave, but he also bets you will cave, so we could just like buy each other like a six. Completely fine. And like I said, I've done nothing to warrant respect or credibility. You've done this not recorded a lot. Absolutely, and that's why I wanted to go out. I wanted to use our platform that we have. To put this out there, that I'm making a change. I have I have a direction that I'm going. I have an idea in my head. 
and I just need to continue to build around I don't think it. You need to apologize just because you made Ridge like a formidable dynasty player. No, but you look at even the people I started from the beginning, where I I, I gave Fam Hopkins, where I should not have traded Hopkins. Like I traded a lot of players to a lot of teams that I should have, and that that's that's what I'm, I'm more upset. But specifically, yes, I, I made Ridge good. Yeah. Well. That's fine. Just well, don't... I support you. Yeah, I appreciate it. We, guys. we support you. I su- I support you. I want you to come in last next year. Of course, I, I get but it. But after that, you can win. I hope you win the year after that. Thank you, guys. But yeah, I just wanted everyone to know that. And yeah, that's that's going to be my my statement for the night. So we'll leave you on that. This is maybe, like a self intervention. Maybe maybe like you inter- a, like you intervented us with your own problem. Yeah, sometimes you got to just do that. <laughs> Try and trade. I mean, right <laughs> right now, if it's a trade that I can win, of course. But um. Yeah, I might just go in my room and just listen to some Tyler Lockett slam poetry and just really get motivated for the night. Don't I mean don't turn into like a hipster. I mean do what you need to do. We're we're in the East Village, man. <laughs> do what you need to do. But um yeah, that that's gonna do it for this week's edition of the Elite Dynasty Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Von Dunn. Um just know that the most important Twitter that you need to know is at EFV forty. Uh Chad Patterson. Uh yeah. We will be at the Steeler game this week, so go Steelers. Yeah. Go Steelers and Yankees. Here we go. Steelers. Here we go. Oh, here. I was doing the Super Bowl. Pittsburgh's going to the Super Bowl. Here we go. Browns. All right. And have a good night, everyone. Take care. Peace.